I know what it's like to feel invisible, to think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie V, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. We end every episode of Coffee and Tea with Carrie V with a journal prompt or a writing prompt. Same thing. Why do we do that? Why am I always talking about journaling? And why do we end every episode with a journal slash writing prompt? I'm glad you asked. Journaling has been known to reduce stress, manage depression and anxiety, prioritize your fears and concerns, gives you an opportunity to recognize triggers, allows a space for positive encouragement and positive self-talk. The act of writing itself has been shown to improve blood pressure levels and improve your mood and increase those feel-good hormones, those, those feelings of well-being, but the functioning of the immune system and improving memory. Those are some pretty awesome benefits simply from taking time in your day to write. Your thoughts, your dreams, your goals. I believe in the benefits of journaling so much that I created a document for you, 30 Days of Journal Prompts. If you head to the link in the show notes, this is a free resource for you so that you can start your journaling journey with me. 30 Days of Journaling with Carrie V. Head to the link in the show notes and grab your copy today. On this episode of Coffee and Tea with Carrie V, we are talking about kindness. We are talking about what it is and why it's important. We're going to talk about ways that we can show kindness because kindness isn't just a thing. Kindness is who we are. We spoke recently, we talked with each other recently about how we become love. Love isn't just something we do, it's something we are. Kindness is the same exact way. Kindness is who you are. It's something, it's who you become. Kindness is who you become. It's not a thing that we do. Although it is a thing we do, kindness is most sincere when it is truly who we are. And I, and I think as I look around, as I look around society and especially with the pandemic and everything that's going on in our lives and everything that's changing and, and life is moving faster and faster and faster and faster, we tend to lose, we tend to lose that sense of being kind because we're so stuck in our own world and we're so stuck in our own thoughts and we're so stuck in our own busyness that we forget to look around 
and look for opportunities to show kindness. Kindness is when you see someone struggling and you take the steps to lessen their hurt. You see someone struggling, you see someone who's hurt, and you do something, say something, be something, be someone who lessens that pain in their lives. Recently, I traveled and I decided before I left that I was going to actively look for ways to show kindness to really be present, to be mindful of what was going on around me, and to look for ways to show kindness. I was traveling through the airports. I was flying, and it's a very different feel. I was discussing this with a friend recently. It's a very different feel. Flying, traveling has really taken on a not as enjoyable feel, not as fun feel because of the the requirements, because of the pandemic, because of COVID and the masks that cover our faces and not really being able to see the smiles on people's faces. And there's a little bit of, of, you don't really trust the person. There's a little bit of skepticism. There's a little bit of mistrust and you can kind of see it on people who want to get too close. You don't, you don't shake hands. You don't engage in as much conversation because there's this mask literally creating a barrier. So I decided before I left that I was going to look for ways to show kindness and try to be cognizant of what was going on around me in the different airports I was in. My destination airport was Atlanta, Georgia. And when I got to Atlanta, I had a couple of hours before before Kayla got there. We were on a work, a few days of brainstorming and working weekend, but it was during the week, so it wasn't technically a weekend. And I had a couple of hours to wait for her. So I stopped into a Starbucks to grab some coffee before I started to get some work done while I was waiting for her. And right in front of me was a young man. He couldn't have been more than 18 or 19 years old. And he was in full uh, army garb. I knew that he was either going to basic training, finished basic training, was on his way to another assignment. It was obvious. And he he ordered coffee and a Danish. And I was literally right behind him in line. And the nudge was just so strong to pay for his order, to show kindness, to thank him for his service to our country by offering to pay for coffee in a Danish. What is that? $6 or something. It was not a lot of money, but the urge was super, super strong. And so just before he put his card in to pay, I said, excuse me, young man, would you be okay? Could I pay for your coffee and your Danish? And he, he said to me, you know, my mama taught me with an accent. I loved his Southern accent. He said, my mama taught me when someone offers you a gift, you say, thank you. I loved his answer. I don't think we teach that to our kids enough. We're taught, oh no, no, you don't have to do that. He accepted the gift and he was so thankful and grateful. And I found out that they were all on their way to, there was a group of them on their way to Fort Bragg and their flight had been canceled. So Delta was 
was putting them up for a couple of days, but none of them came prepared for a couple of days of layover and not knowing, you know, how they were going to really maneuver this until they could get on a plane to where they were going. And he was telling me all this and we got to talking and he, he had just finished basic training and it just opened up the door for some beautiful conversation while we were waiting for our order. And it was, it, it was such a magical time in the midst of so much distrust and and literal masks and barriers. It was a lesson to me, a real lesson to me to really look around and look for ways to be kind. At the end of the trip, we flew, I flew back and I had flown out of Philly. And when I got back, there had been an ice storm in Philly. So my car was covered in ice, thick, thick ice. And I thankfully had an ice scraper. Thanks to my husband, thanks to my husband who makes sure that I always have an ice scraper in my car in the wintertime. I had packed mittens and I had packed my winter coat, things that I just left in the car. I knew I didn't need them in Georgia, but maybe I would need them. If, what if the car broke down? I'm always prepared. And I, I scraped all the ice off the car. I had my car running, trying to warm it up. I was scraping, scraping, scraping this really thick ice off my windshield and off the hood of the car. And I got back in the car. I was cold. I was tired. It was the flight landed at eight. It took an hour before I got back to the parking uh, where I parked the, the shuttle. It was busy. And so I had to wait for the shuttle. I was tired. I just wanted to start the three-hour ride home. And I happened to look over on the next row, a couple of cars down. And this older couple was was putting luggage in their car. And the wife was trying to scrape the windshield with those plastic face coverings that you can wear on the plane or anywhere to cover your eyes and, and your face. And I thought... I looked over there and I thought, she's, you're not going to get this amount of ice off with a flimsy plastic face covering. And I just, my instinct, I'm going to be real with you. My instinct was just, just go. You're tired. Let's just, let's just go. And I, I can remember, this was just last night. (laughs) I can remember just kind of sitting back and sighing and saying, I'm looking for ways to be kind looking for the opportunities. And so I got out of the car and I walked over to them and I said, um, would it help to have an ice scraper? And the, the look of relief on their faces, they had no gloves with them. They had just been in Florida for two weeks. And so the, the husband started scraping ice and with my mittened hands, I was scraping it off the car. And it took us, it took us 15 or 20 minutes to get all the ice scraped off of their car. But it meant it just meant so much to them. And here's the thing. I left I left the parking and I stopped at Wawa to get coffee. Those of you who don't know what Wawa is, you, you just need to just Google it. And those of you who do know why I stopped at Wawa before this three-hour ride home to get their amazing coffee, the best coffee, hands down, anywhere. And when I walked in, there was no decaf brewing or brewed. It was had the clothes sign on it. And so I asked the young girl behind the counter, would it be possible to get some fresh decaf brewed? And she said, well, it'll be about seven minutes if that's okay. And I said, it's okay with me if it's okay with you. And she came out about five minutes later and she said, ma'am, your coffee's almost done. And we would like this to be on the house because you had to wait for it. And it just 
was such a message to me that when you look for ways to show kindness, that kindness is always going to come back to you. Always. It is always going to come back to you. And you don't show kindness. You don't become kindness in order to get it back, but it will. You can't outgive God. You can't outshow kindness. It's always going to come back. What you put out, what you put out there is what you get back. You reap what you sow. And it was such, it was such a cool feeling to just realize that that simple act of kindness to stay there and, and help this couple get the ice off their car resulted in this young woman in Wawa offering me free coffee. It was just such a, it's such a cool circle. I guarantee you and I challenge you, become kindness. Become that kindness. It is spreading joy and love. Kindness brightens other people's days. And here's the thing, it brightens your day too. You start becoming kindness. You start being mindful of ways to show kindness. And you're not only brightening somebody else's day, you are also increasing the brightness and the joy in your own days, I promise. So what are some ways? What are I'm going to give you 20 ways, but there are literally hundreds, probably thousands of ways to show kindness. But I just jotted some down. And these are some ways that you can show kindness, become kindness. Compliment someone. Wave to someone, especially now when we can't see each other smiling when we're out because of these face mask barriers we're wearing, wave to people, offer forgiveness, buy someone coffee, offer the ice scraper, send a card by mail, write a card, put a stamp on it and mail it. Apologize. Do the dishes, do the laundry. Walk with an elderly person, slow down and walk with them and listen to what they have to say. They probably have some words of wisdom that we all need to hear. Volunteer at a shelter when you can. (laughs) Bite your tongue. Don't say the mean thing that you really, really want to say. Bite your tongue. Offer love and not judgment. How about when you see someone alone at a party and you go over and you start to talk to them? Maybe they just aren't, they have no confidence to go out in the crowd, but you can tell they're lonely. Go talk to them. Encourage someone. Make an actual phone call to someone instead of texting them. Call them. Be present in a situation. Be mindful. Be considerate. Be on time. Oh, that one gets me in the heart every time. Be on time. Put the phone down. When you are in a group of people, put the dang phone down and actually talk to people. And here's the thing. When you put that phone down, you're going to be more aware of more ways to show kindness to people around you. Be patient. Be patient. Your journal prompt today. I will commit to these 10 acts of kindness over the next 10 days. I will commit to these 10 acts of kindness over the next 10 days. I would love to know what those acts of kindness that you are going to share are. I would love to know how you're going to reach out to people around you, maybe even a perfect stranger, and show kindness. Kindness looks good on you. 
Kindness looks good on everyone. Be kind. Tag me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. I'm on Facebook, Carrie Veracchio. Let me know how you are being kind. And, and I would love to know how it changes your life when you seek to become kind, become kindness, become love, become those things. And then it becomes so much easier. That is my goal to grab hold of so much kindness and so much love that it pours out of me without even thinking. I don't even have to look for opportunities anymore because I'm so aware that I see them. That is my goal. And I hope it is yours too. I am your biggest fan. I love you. And we will talk soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow.